0: Welcome to na the da dum da Nano the Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Naptown.
0: Coming to you from Studio One here at Books and Brews. Numero uno. Here at (laughs) Nanobre podcast. We're talking about doing business on the nanoscale. So small. So small. What do we do here? Come learn from us. Come learn from our mistakes. Few. Few. Learn from our successes. Many. Tons. Laugh with us. Cry with us. Ha ha. And remember... And the podcast is ready to earmuffs. We're going to say some bad words, mom and dad. We're going to say words like shit.
1: Fuck. Ass.
0: Fart. So what are we going to do? First, let's introduce the gang. My name is Jason. They call me the Funky Boss. They call me MC Pickles. Pickles. I'm also here with Brian.
2: I'm Brian. I'm the Moral Compass 2.5. Oh, 2.5. Updated yeah, version. Updated version. <laughs> I'm also... Is it though? It is. It is. <laughs> I'm Time Cop. It I've already been here. tonight. have already been here, done that. And updated twice. Oh. I'm also uh, The Prophecy. Ooh. That was loud. I came in hot. Yeah, and
1: Dr. am <laughs> uh, Thank you. Yes. I'm also here with Kamal. Hey guys, I'm Kamal. The champ. The champ. The champ. Better call Kamal. That's me. And that's it. It's a short podcast <laughs>
0: segment today. <laughs> we, have Kyle, uh, we have Kyle yeah, too, the bunk Crusher, but yeah. he's not here yet. Kyle the Bung Crusher's a little late. He's He's doing his job yeah, while we're while we're in here he's drinking. He's working. <laughs> he's working while we're drinking. Thanks. Pretty solid. Thanks, Kyle. So, what are we going to do here on the podcast? I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. Oh, we're going to talk about old business.
2: Shit's ancient.
0: So we're going to give you our nano tip. We are. <laughs> that is the thing we're doing. <laughs> that is the thing that we're going. Yes, to do. Yes, we're cleaning up that a little bit. I appreciate that. We're going to art in your face. It's your <laughs> We're going to do our <laughs>
1: guilty pleasure. Ooh, so a, naughty. A you bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs>
0: We're also going to do my Wendy's Beef of the Week,
2: Red Hair and
3: Freckles.
0: <laughs> and we're going to Stump the Brewer. Yeah. Yep. we're
2: gonna. I, I got away with it last time.
1: Did you? I think so. Oh, yeah,
0: we did. We yeah. ran out last time. Yeah. 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 I was
1: like, wait, yeah. we didn't even have it. Exactly. So you <laughs>
0: that's a gave... victory in my book. <laughs> what did we do last time? I don't know because I haven't posted the podcast yet, but let's see if we can remember an old business. Dim, 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 dim. White shag carpets, shag toilets, dum,
2: dum, oh, Volkswagen Beetles,
0: Jason, dum, 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 old, beef, old Business, your science book,
3: it's already outdated.
0: Old business, <laughs> the computer you just bought, the computer you just bought a month ago is now old business. Things are moving fast these days, guys.
3: That's all I'm saying.
0: It's funny.
1: What did we talk about last so week? So last
0: time, I remember the last two episodes because I keep saving the files as broke marketing techniques. That that's the uh, thing I'm trying oh, to get to. Yeah, you, the, yeah, you and tried then, once it oh, didn't happen. We it,
1: talked about Yelp last week. I do remember Well, yeah, that. we did. We talked okay. about
0: Yelp and about how I really want to be the CEO of Yelp because I think it's like the <laughs> oh, most amazing yeah. website technology. It's just so It's they're – just, they're just not leveraging the strengths, I think. Of the, the ability of their platform, then that I talked about how LinkedIn is like if you are not on LinkedIn, I think a lot of people, I think probably of my demographic, you know, in the thirty somethings when LinkedIn came out and it was like, mm-hmm. oh cool, we get to like let's find jobs, like because it came out by the time I was coming out of college. Well, then you get a job and you go in the working world and you basically pieced out on LinkedIn, like you don't come back to it for ten years. Yeah, that's and so now weird. and now it is. It is the place to like build brand it's with high end capabilities in terms of networking on a high scale to do business. You know, like for us, like franchising, yeah. not only franchising, but like just today, like I got connected with a couple of firms that specialize in franchise lead development. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure some of those types of organizations are fly right. by night. So, so just like anything, you got to kind of pick through.
1: It's like the Facebook for working. It is like it, and, and so for businesses another, and yeah, so, finding jobs. Finding so leads. once you're
0: it, once you're like a once you're professional, the best part about LinkedIn is you can go there and you can. You can do all the professional things you'd like to do on Facebook without all of like the the political religious without
1: all the noise all the
0: noise that's there like it's all I was gonna say bullshit but that's what yeah. and I you know say. what like it, it is mostly like I I've really been pushing my network I have over like five thousand people in my network uh, currently and so the the like the bigger you make it the you start to see like a little bit more of like the Facebook bullshit like mm-hmm. people are posting. They're posting controversial stuff just to be controversial. Right. Or trolling. Yeah, there's a little bit of trolling happening. Whereas
1: you have to be a little more professional.
0: It's true. We're a lot more professional true. on Facebook, true.
1: on LinkedIn. Well, no
0: doubt about it. Yeah. Well, you're trying to... I mean, the biggest thing there that I see, LinkedIn, is that it's, it's a long game. Like, you go and you make connections, and these are people that are professionals. Like, you never know. That person, that, that, that CFO of some company three states away, that like that, like that just connecting with them and being like, hey, just trying to expand my, my network of yeah. franchising professionals. And then you never know. Five years from now, maybe you have a job opening and you know like so you go on and you and you just make po you're not pushing sales you're just pushing branding you're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. different things i think this is kind of like how to do the podcast like we're talking about the different stuff we're doing in our podcast and i think for the individual like if you're listening to this and you're not on linkedin like this shit i'm telling you like this shit is free it's free mm-hmm. and it's, and it's stuff you can do you don't have to get in a suit and tie and go to a mixer somewhere at the twentieth you know, floor mean of the greets. fucking Ritz, yeah. and you know, get some liquid courage and try to like, like wedge your way in a circle of suits yeah. to make a network. You can do this shit laying on your back in your underwear <laughs> at two a.m. and add three or four hundred people to your your connection.
1: It caps you off though if you have the free account. It does, yeah. It, so it, it's, I have like
0: twenty five hundred people well, pending. No,
1: it's like <laughs> caps yeah. me off like while well, sending the in mail messages. Oh like, yeah, or no. Like I, those don't, I don't send the messages. I just, I'll I just
0: add. I just add people to networks. Well, I'll I let my profile speak yeah. for itself. I think, I think if people, I mean, that's the benefit. I think of being like president, CEO, right. whatever, is that you add someone to a network, people are less likely to probably like mark you as spam. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're probably, I mean, that's fair. If you're, if you're Joe Blow off the street, you have no profile, you have no work history, you have no, like, yeah, you got to be careful of like coming off as like, yo, this is some, this was someone's trying to get something from me. Yeah, right. you know.
1: You trying to say that's what I am?
0: Absolutely not! You're director of <laughs> franchise sales. <laughs> whoop whoop! So that I mean,
1: that's a
2: nice title,
0: Kamal.
1: It is. Yeah. So that and way, production manager,
0: production Ooh, manager.
1: Yeah.
0: Double the down on them
3: titles. <laughs>
1: I get try.
0: So anyway, like get on LinkedIn. Get. I, I saw a stat the other day. I was reading an article. I think I sent it to everybody. Is that the under 18s right now? It's like eighty five percent use YouTube daily. And only fifty percent use Facebook daily, and that's where we're going. Like the migration is starting. Like it's it's starting to happen. But
2: YouTube doesn't really have like profiles, does it?
0: No, but but, but here's the thing: is like it's, it's the like, content. But it's the branding. Yeah. Because because like, uh. you know why? Because you don't watch TV anymore. Like nobody watches fucking TV anymore. Cable so sucks. where do? You, and here's the greatest thing about YouTube, that I think everyone is, can get behind. It just hit me the other day, is that. Even if, I'll give you the perfect example before I even give you the punchline. There's this dude, shout out CISO. His name is CISO, S-E-E-S-O. Go on YouTube and search for it. He plays the ukulele. And <laughs> 10 years ago, when I was just starting to play, all I used to do was go online and just search like ukulele, ukulele's 90s, ukulele's 90s hip hop. And I used to look, like now I play in that 90s, you know, I play in ukulele's 90s hip So I used to search all these videos. Yeah. So CISO's is one of the dudes who I'd find. Now, this guy is pop, like he's got 10,000 subscribers. Like he's not unpopular. But I mean, you know, I found him because there's a video of him 10, 12 years ago uh, with you know uh, him playing. Um, juicy by notorious B.I.G. or whatever. Oh, so awesome. like yeah, I was yeah, so I was like <laughs> so I was like super pumped. When are
1: the you know? Yuka Whalers playing that?
0: Yeah, it takes a little bit more a little bit more than it I It was got. all a dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh the point is is that here's a dude who is just a guy. He's he's not he's not um He's not like a brand or anything. He's just out there posting his videos. And you know, he's getting 20, 30,000 likes and he's definitely got like a following and I'm sure he's, so many likes and I'm sure he's probably monetizing on some level in terms of getting right. gigs or doing yeah. stuff like that. And I he mean, still posts today. But here's the biggest thing that hit me is that if you are, think about when you were 16, 17, 18 and you watch TV and I'm trying to think off the top of my head uh, an instance of this and I'm, I'm, I can't think of something. But you get super into a television program and then what happens? It, it ends. It gets canceled. Um, you know what happens on YouTube?
1: It's still there. Nothing
0: ever gets canceled. Yeah. That was the epiphany that I had, dude. I was like, that's pretty, that's it doesn't matter if people like the shit or not. It's still gonna be on there. Even if they have 10 views, you can still the only person you can. that could cancel it is that person. Yeah. As long as there's somebody out there that, that's willing to post the content, mm-hmm. you know, all you gotta do is. You know, like for me personally, like I don't do, like I've posted a couple of Yuka Whalers videos because I think it's funny, you know, yeah. just to like, you know, put that like in a time capsule. But like if someone were to comment and be like, yo, can I get more of this? I'd be like, yeah. As a matter of I fact, I have a bunch of footage. Yeah. I'll post it. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's the cool, you from well, like, both a content creator and a customer state or like a, you know, a viewership standpoint is that that is something that we're getting up to the point of uh, on an individual <laughs> level that that kids are never even going to have to go through like the canceling of a show. (laughs) That, because, doesn't that blow you away? That is
1: crazy. I've never thought about that. Yeah,
0: it just hit me the other day. I was like, so the, (laughs) the, because the point of that is, is that, you know, uh, there's a ukulele club in town and they have a ukulele world congress, which happens every year down in Nashville. It's kind of like this, um, Woodstock for ukuleles, and they go and camp out in the fields, and they play ukulele for like three days straight, like all around the clock, and they have stage and everything. Well, CISO was down there, and our and our friend Heidi Klein, Doctor Klein, you guys know her, shout out, yeah, she posted a video of her singing on stage with CISO. Oh wow! So I so like he was tagged, and his name is something else, you know. Mm-hmm. But so I added him as a friend on Facebook. And he added me back and I sent him a message and I was like, dude, I know you don't know me. I appreciate you adding me. Like I'm a friend of Heidi's. We met through like playing the ukulele. And I just want to say, like, ten years ago, when I worked from home, like I would watch your videos as like a real inspiration. Now I play in this ridiculous 90s hip hop (laughs) ukulele band. But like that's awesome. It was a big deal. Like and it's like, it's weird, man. It's a little weird for me. Like I'm almost like LeBron James could walk in. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. LeBron James. Right. But like there's something about this dude.
1: You had a connection with him. This,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, it was really weird. And he was just like, he was like, yeah, cool, nice to meet you. Um, Glad you I, like I you. heard about you from Megan. You know, Megan Martin, uh, who's another who's phenomenally talented. Her her father, John Martin, is like uber legend around town in the music scene, both both like as a musician and also a teacher and everything. Oh, very cool. But anyway, uh, Megan comes and plays with Heidi all the time, and she is phenomenal. In fact, we've we've booked her for several paid gigs. I know this is long-winded. Anyway, CISO is like, eh, yeah, I heard about you from Megan and I hope to hear you guys play sometime. I'm like, Aww. oh shit. Oh, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> yes. Now I'm intimidated. I no, don't I don't that. want that to happen. <laughs> oh. So anyway, the point is, is like is like all this shit all this shit is for free and you never know. Like I mean, CISO, like somebody like that, I'm not even sure if he realizes the type of impact because sometimes you see like 10,000 like that's just a number Yeah. of, I was, I was watching a, uh, I was watching of course like a Gary V video, right? And there was a famous case where some airline pissed someone off and this person had six followers on Twitter and they like basically blew him, blew him off and he goes on Twitter and he like, he roasts them on Twitter and I can't remember how the chain of events happened but it ended up being like an uber viral fucking tweet, Mm. you know? And And his point was like, I don't know how, like, first of all, six people follow him. First of all, if you're a company, I don't know how you can look at that person and think that six human beings are insignificant. Yeah. You know? But like, who knows? Like, again, who's following is way more than than How How many? many. Yeah. It's, It's the depth, not the width. Yeah. Like, that person... You know, you, you it could be, uh, I don't know, fucking Heidi Klum, and then she retweets, and then all of a sudden Kim Kardashian. Before you know it, yeah, you know. But that's how the internet is. Like when the flames start to get st- get stoked like that, I'll give you the perfect example, dude. And this blows me away. And I feel I feel like an asshole for not having used it to more of an advantage. And that's musically. So musically. I've been fucking around with Musical.ly because, again, I heard about it from Gary Vee. I don't it's, even know what it it's is. It's a very young thing. It's, it's Vine. It's basically Vine, except... Vine died, didn't it? Yeah, it did.
3: R.I.P.
0: It, 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 <laughs> it isn't actually Vine. I'm it's just like I'm just it. saying it's, it's, like, like it. it's like Vine, but the, way, the smart way I think they make money is basically they have some sort of licensing capabilities through iTunes or whatever, so you can overlay music and then I think, you know, like so if you're l- oh, watching is that what you like for yeah, brew yeah, yeah, a Brew House oh, dance party. Yeah, Brew House dance party. Okay. So like it's like a lip-syncing thing kind of. Okay. I think that's kind of what it was designed for. And people do video a lot of videos without mm-hmm. music at all. But it was a thing it was designed for kind of like lip-syncing at first. And um, so that way if you're watching a video that you like, you can like click, "Oh, dude, I remember that song." Click on it, go to iTunes, buy it, and I'm sure they probably get a kickback from oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very smart. So the point of it is, I've been fucking around with it. Posted some videos. We we're doing our brewhouse dance party on Fridays, you know. I I was sharing it to Facebook, getting like I had like six fans. Cool. I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking around with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very like it's very 18 and under, but there are a lot of like 18 to 25. They're trying to take advantage of 18 and under, right? But like there's because there's there's like there's girls that will go on this and just post ten videos and lip-sync 10 songs. You know, you can tell it's all at the same time because they're wearing the same outfit, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, 10 straight videos, and every single one of them have, like, five or 600,000 views.
3: Jeez. And,
0: yeah, and and they have, like, 100. So, the moral, the point of it is, we posted eight, nine videos, and then one day, I'm sitting here, because every Friday or so, like, I would just fuck around, and I'll start playing a song, and, like, I'll lean over to Molly to, like, see if she'll, like, jump in on it or not. And it was Backstreet's back.
2: Oh, God, I'm sure she did.
0: So she, she did not. She, like, covered her face, and she, like, shook her head. And funny, right? Cool. That's it. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize the Backstreet Boys had, had a promoted contest going on on Musical.ly with oh. hashtag Backstreet's Back. So I just randomly hashtag Backstreet's Back. Oh, wow. And I became, like, the number two trending video oh, on, on Musical.ly. So, like, still to this day, every time I load up my phone, it says 90, I have 99, like, permanently notifications on Musical.ly for people liking or following. Oh, shit. And from that one video that's now, like, well over 40,000, 50,000 views. That's awesome. I've, I've gone from, like, six, like, basically just, again, nobody just fucking around with the app to having, like, eight, 900 followers out of nowhere. Just need that one, that one hit. Yeah, yeah, you need
1: that one hit. But
0: my don exactly. Well, that's yeah. the big thing. Is like you just, you just never know.
1: That's why you gotta keep putting the, pushing the content you just, out. You just keep pushing
0: it out there, pushing yeah. it out yeah. there, pushing it out there. Like you said, shit's free.
1: I mean, well, like Justin Bieber and like Troye Sivan, two pretty big like music artists now. They got famous from of of from YouTube.
2: Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> never, heard never heard of the second guy, but
1: Troye Sivan.
2: I have heard of the Biebs.
1: Yeah. He's a newer guy, but he was on YouTube and well, even that. Like, like I think,
0: I think people really underestimate well, how much like, is scout out there talent anymore for a lot of stuff. It's Dude, just yeah, same out way in sports. Same way in yeah. sports. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the reason why in sports you've seen this renaissance of. All of these really small schools being competitive is because players know you don't have to go to like like back in the day you had to go to like one of ten schools yeah right. to really yeah. get noticed yeah well not anymore because with with the internet and TV yeah. and then the tr- the combine and all these metrics and yeah like again everybody has a camera you, and a a recorder at yeah. all yeah. times you don't get lost in the shuffle yeah. anymore yeah. like if you have talent people will find you yeah. at some point yep um, now there's obviously there's still breaks involved but that's what, that's the key like. It's one of those things. Like as a singer, you never know who's in the audience, who could be in the audience tonight. That right. could be. Is take that. Except, except instead of playing for twenty people in a dive bar, you're paying. You're playing for everybody in the world. When you're on YouTube, you are discoverable for every person yeah. on planet Earth. How
1: crazy is that? It
0: is like I don't even think there's any That's way crazy. to even wrap your mind around no. it. Like there's no way to even. Like I'll, like I'll give you an example. Like this. Blo- this has blown me away. Just for the Yuka Whalers, and again, this is just—we're talking peanuts here. We're talking like when we play, we first started playing, we were playing in front of zero people. We were we were fill-ins.
1: I was not a zero person. That's right. Come on, I we was. Were playing in front of, come yes. On. Well,
0: no, it was even—it was before that. It was even before that. So the so I, I don't want to make a big story out of it, but basically on Mondays, no one would ever be here, ever, ever. So guy came in and he was like, "Yo, you have a PA." He's like, can I just plug in and play? No one's in the building. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I was yes, literally, yes, sure, I'm brewing. Like, I'm brewing, and nobody's here. And then what would happen is, it would get to, like, 3, and i to have a nighttime bartender come in, and I'm done brewing. And I'd be like, dude, let me get my ukulele and I'll play with you. So from like three to five, I'd jump and play. Well, then like the next week, there'd be two people there and they'd laugh, think it's funny. And then like three and like Kamal's there and she's like fucking with us and <laughs> and you know like obviously back this is obviously this is 2014. Yeah, you know, this is, is like the early four early years days. ago. Yeah, this is like yeah, this is like the summer of the first year. Definitely. So. um
1: I still remember sitting at the bar and watching you guys and just cracking up. I think
0: we might even have video. I think I have video of us playing with you at the bar.
1: Maybe, yeah. In that corner. In that corner. In that corner, yeah, with the curtain back there. Yeah, the curtain and everything. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, man. uh, Back in the day. But
0: again, a couple people, whatever, like... 4 years later we haven't even pushed it like we don't even push it. No. Mm-hmm. And I you mean You don't I, need to. Really I mean, like
1: for the
0: But we get, you know, now we get 30 40 50 people that yeah. come to the gigs and what blows my mind is I'll walk out somewhere and someone'll be like, "Hey, hey, the some, like someone mentioned like the Yuka Whalers, or people like calling in asking if the Yuka Whalers are playing tonight." I'm like, "What the fuck yeah. is going on?" And that is just and that is just like super microcosm. Yeah. Now add the you know the infinity like the super infinity drive of the internet. And, like, you just don't know. Like, you have no idea. Like, every time you post a video, like, you're you're playing the lotto, man. Like, the jackpot, like, you know, the more you play it, the closer you get to it. Yeah. And the best part about it is that it's free. You have to pay to play the lotto. Yeah. You don't have to pay to play the lotto online. LinkedIn, YouTube, Musical.ly. I Instagram. don't give a fuck. What else? Instagram, Facebook, I don't give a fuck Twitter. What else? Like, Like, there's yeah. been... So, there's been... I was just listening again to this story. Gary Vee now, who's like got probably like 100 mil in the bank by now. He his, – his trainer like literally just tweeted – like he, t- he tweeted – Gary Vee tweeted out, hey, looking for a trainer. And the trainer went to his, his, fa- his own Facebook page and said, yo, everyone that I know, please start tweeting at Gary Vee that, that I should be the one because he – whatever, long story. He's like, yeah, I know the people that would be like tweeting him directly. Gary Vee probably won't be about – so he did, and he just like called him, DM'd him, hooked him up. It's like boom off Twitter, like just like that off Twitter. You are now you're getting, the personal trainer you're for <laughs> someone who's got nine figures in the bank. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Like that,
0: that shit can happen every single day. It's all just about grinding it out, and that's the best thing about. Every platform has a way to do that. You just have to learn it. Yeah. You know? Like this is this is again another Gary Vee thing, but he's like people who look at that shit and they're like, I don't know how to use it. It's like, well, you didn't know how to drive a fucking car when you were sixteen either. Yeah. Yeah. Like figure it out. Yeah. Every, like, everything what, you're doing,
2: you didn't know how to do at some point.
0: Yeah, my favorite quote of his is like, seriously, in 2018, if you don't know how to Google something and learn how to do it, fuck you. <laughs> Can we
1: please <laughs> still make the Let Me Google That For You t-shirt? Yeah, we were going to... We really need to do that.
0: We were going to... And you know what? I honestly think that we're going such through a fast break in technology that this isn't going to be a thing in five years, ten years. Well, there's always going to be people that want to be dependent on other people. Mm-hmm. But right now, it is a thing where it is not like you know we're still in the days where we think we need to ask the people around us first before we try to even verify their information online right. yeah. when you could just go right to on, you could just literally let go find find
1: it out oh my god i said that to my roommate this morning he was like what time's the show at and i'm walking out the door and as i'm walking <laughs> out the door i said let me google that for you because I'm like, bitch, like, I'm leaving right what now. If, what if you Why already, can't you just look it up? What
2: if you already know it, and I just want to ask you as a person-to-person contact? I well, here's but here's but part like, of the
1: problem. I, like, I'm, I'm leaving. If, if, I don't, I don't have the, the time. Point. No, I get that. For that. But also,
2: like, hey, if you have information that I have,
1: let's talk about well, it. Here's here's right. also. If, yeah. if we're having an actual conversation, okay, yeah. cool. But if it's like, if you're if texting stop, me, look
2: it up. Yeah, or you I'm like, already,
3: yeah,
1: like I've had friends text me, like, oh, when is that, or what? What, what is that? And I'm just like, I send like a meme or something of like, let me Google that for you. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, really? Like, you took the time to text me, but you
0: Just literally, re- if you're re- on Messenger, just type G period O period O period. <laughs> just like literally just do it like that. And then a middle finger emoji at the end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, just
0: Google.com. Fuck you. Because right, right, like, <laughs> here's part of the problem. You ask me what time the show is, and I go, it's at 730. What's the next thing you're gonna do? You're gonna Google it anyway yeah, just to make sure. Up. Like, you're not. I don't like, trust
2: this motherfucker. No, <laughs>
0: I, I guarantee. No, because here's the thing, also, is that, is that this is the ultimate fact checker. But, yeah. but we use it as a fact checker instead of an actually information base most of the time yeah. right now. And in the future, I think the adjustment's going to happen where we're going to go. We're going to go to this first, I'm gonna skip and then we're going to go gonna like, skip this step. "Yo, I heard like online it says it's seven thirty. Do you think that's right? Yeah, like that would be a different way.
1: That'd be insane. Yeah, like
0: that. I think that's going to be me the call transformation. Them
1: instead, just to make sure, right?
0: Well, then you got to talk to somebody.
3: and People aren't about
2: that way. Oh. No, people are not about
0: that. <laughs> yes. no, phones phones aren't even going to be around. To someone. phones aren't even going to be around.
2: Yeah, I can't place my order online. Why don't you come? What the? What? I know, oh, no. I I'm changed. like, yeah, I,
1: I don't use my phone for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. I tried like checking out of this website and like using points, and it wouldn't let me use my points. And I'm like, okay, how do I? I went to contact us, and there wasn't an email. There was just a phone number. And I'm like, fuck. And I closed my laptop, and I'm yep, like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this right out. now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta
0: talk to <laughs> these assholes. Never mind. Dude, I, I just to don't feel like communicating that. with yeah. anyone.
1: <laughs>
3: Oh, you know
0: fine. though that that is like that is really the communication bit about it and we can go on about that but that's an interesting component for the future too because I'm already facing that where where I don't know how many I bet 3 or 4 times a day I get emails that I have to fucking sit down and it takes me a half an hour each to respond to these emails it's when like like when literally it could have been a 3 minute phone call or what happens is because people are too Chicken shit or whatever to pick up to pick up the phone and call me, they bottle it up for six months. Oh yeah, and then 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 blow it all out like in one email. And I'm just like, motherfucker, I could have answered all of this like a 30 seconds six months ago. You know what's
2: funny on this topic is if you ever like look at younger people right now, the younger people right now if they get on the phone, I'm talking like like anywhere from say eight to like 16. Anything. Like that was when I was communicating with people all the time on the phone for oh, long yeah. periods of time. Oh yeah, like laying in your bed with a cord. Yeah, yeah with the cord. Like wrapping yeah, I think we, we talked about this board. in a podcast where like <laughs> nah. you call you call like some bullshit number and sit on hold so then somebody can call you like after ten o'clock so you don't get in trouble because of call waiting. I don't I
0: don't remember that. Okay. That's Whatever. But Do you
1: remember when they had sorry no, timeout when you ha- had like minutes and if you went past like a oh, 10 yeah, PM, cell phone? like it oh, would go yeah, like it was no, like, it was to, like automatic roaming yeah or or extra, long distance calling? yeah like extra minutes oh, and s- so you had to call yeah. like before 10 p.m i got hit with that
2: uh, yeah my brother and i moved from arizona to indy uh, i was in eighth grade and he was he was a junior and so of course we called all of our friends first month we live my first month we lived here my dad stormed in the house one day so mad he goes what the fuck are you doing we were like what the self the, or the, the house phone phone mm-hmm. bill was like seven hundred dollars. Oh jeez! Because we were both calling our friends from home and had no yeah. it was Calling enough. that
0: eight ninety nine a yeah. minute sex line. Yes, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's again, like, it's like remember ten. Those, remember it's those like, commercials it's back like in the 10 day? 10 cents. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah, it was like ten like, cents a minute though. One eight hundred sexy. Yeah, <laughs> ten <laughs> ninety nine a minute. Oh. Like who, dude? Who's, who's got the news that's got calling the, that yeah, shit? Yeah.
2: No, my you point goes. Maybe, like, dude. Like, I got kids, three and a half minutes. Yeah, here. yeah. Make it good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but kids now—if you hear them on the phone—it is the most awkward thing on the planet. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, dude, they I think, think it's, it's even they like have no idea how under, to like
1: yeah, under like twenty five. Yeah. Like it's Or, like, even personal yeah, communication. <laughs> no offense, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, but, yeah. like, one-on-one <laughs> the communication. The book's Lasher is in the house.
0: We forgot to yeah.
4: announce his yeah, presence. Yeah, we didn't announce his Thanks it's for joining like, us, Kyle. He laughed a few times. It's, all it's good.
1: a little <laughs> tough to communicate, like, one-on-one with people because they're so, like, in the interwebs.
2: Well, yeah, I think it's making people... A little bit more socially awkward face to face because Absolutely. it's made
1: me. Like, I don't want to talk so- to someone on the phone. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck I'd be like, let's yeah. talk
2: about this. Yeah. Now it's like no, no. I used to be adamantly against text messaging when it first came out. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. If you want to talk to me, call me. And now I'm like, I don't want to talk to you.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I,
3: um, it depends on who it is. This yeah. this was yeah.
0: another hypothesis. Another. Uh, I keep parroting Gary V here, but I know. But one of the things we know he you said, have a crush on. Him. I do, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. Shout out Gary. Uh But he. If you
2: want to talk over dinner? Jason will buy.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, would, I would do that.
0: I'd do that. Uh, baked chicken from Kroger, ten ninety nine <laughs> special. I'll get it's you a go-to. rotisserie. Rotisseries are. Dude, money. yeah, dude. It feeds the whole family for two days. There you go. Shout out, shout out Kroger. <laughs> With
1: some mac and cheese and sweet.
0: I get I know no, no, I get the mustard oh. potato salad and the mm. bow
1: tie <laughs>
2: pasta. That's right, dude. I think it's Kroger that has the loaded potato salad. That's where it's at. It's, you, they, they,
0: they got, it's a little they pricier, got, but it's worth. They, it. they got some crazy shit in there. That, I can't believe I don't price? trust. Some, I don't trust some I of get, their. I get like, sucked
2: into that stupid shit, and it's never there.
0: <laughs> give me, give me like a. You, get, you want to get like the giant pound of that stuff? Oh, I do.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I, that's, that's why. I that's why I
0: get the small cords. Like when it comes to like the like picnicy kind of like sides if I don't get the same thing with candy, like whatever container I get, I'm eating. Yeah. So I have to get the small one on purpose. Otherwise we'll sm- otherwise I'm going to smash the whole thing in one sitting. Like yeah. I can't save that shit. <laughs> so anyway, the point of Gary Vee's thing was the reason texting and emailing came along and has been so prominent is because it's a time thing. Like if you call someone like you're infringing upon their time when I'm texting and emailing, they can get back to me when they're available. Mm-hmm. True. And
2: or, so, or you can multitask right, as well. Like, right. I guess when you get a phone Although call. Although
0: multitasking is is uh, psychologically impossible. Did we talk about this? No. Yeah. That's bullshit. Robert Cialdini in his book Persuasion. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It's not <laughs> impossible. It is. You cannot. You your brain cannot do two things simultaneously. Let me prove this guy but wrong right now. Any, you can, Any you musician. Can have you. Two, you can have two activities happening. You
2: can play ukulele and sing
3: boom!
2: And that to me takes that, two that very not, different parts of the brain. But that is not... No, that's not that's, that's not too
0: multitasking, it's though.
3: It's two
2: focuses. Like, if you're playing yeah, guitar no, and It's sing. muscle memory. That's yeah. way
0: different.
4: I was going to agree with that because eventually at a certain point you practice enough where... It, like I would say you're more focused on the singing, but... Exactly. Well, that's why like,
1: I can... Yeah. S- there no fo- I,
0: there's no focus on the playing at that point. I can it's, write it's an email
1: while like listening walking. to someone because I'm just typing, and that's muscle oh, memory. I struggle
2: with that. When I used to have a corporate job, well, exactly. I would have to listen to music with no words in it well, because no, I would be yeah, typing no, it no, out. It'll, it'll fuck typing. you up eventually. I would end up typing you the lose, words. You gotta read the book.
0: Read the book and tell me what you think.
2: What book is this? Pre-suasion.
0: It's Presuasion by Robert Cialdini. It's great. It's a fantastic book. It's one of my... We got a. We had a corporate reading list which I always sorry, recommend sorry I haven't read that one way yet to go
1: I know wamp- failed, failed. That, was two, that was two
0: months ago Kamal.
1: I'm sorry I, w- I was reading a franchising one that I got from the library okay
0: alright I'll give you a pass mm-hmm. she all right. slightly redeems all right. herself yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah. Came, came through
1: I did I, I have been least like what According are you your reading your fancy job
2: title number one your first job title yes I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass but persuasion
0: is very good for you too anyway persuasion and I've talked about in the podcast before but it's all about your setting and environment sets up the way you receive information yeah. Before you even receive it.
1: I remember us talking about it. It's great. It's a
0: great book. Shout out. So I
1: think we're still on old business. I think we are. I love
0: it. Let's nano tip it.
2: It's a great tip. This is what we're gonna do.
0: Would you quit grabbing the microphone? Sorry, it's just like quit messing with it. Because what happens is this is all this is all you hear when you listen back to it.
2: No, that's not me. He just is
0: <laughs> right. All right. All right. Yeah. Hold it Hold it down. <laughs> Today, man, I want to talk. So,
2: so she tried to wrap
0: me out. She we've <laughs> had, we've had a little bit of a rough patch. I've had a little bit of a rough patch lately here at Books and Brews. Just overall, overall, whether it's, it's employees, you know, just losing their minds. Um, or People more employees lose their normal. minds. Like it, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a pretty rough patch, man. Um, and then on top of that, just complications with their franchisees, you know, which, which obviously isn't like, it, it almost like that almost affects me more. I feel like than when it's in my own project. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. they face complications, like it almost affects me more. I lose well, more It's sleep. like you're you're not helpless, it's like but you, you can't,
1: can't like directly. Do anything well. It's because my job is to yeah. protect
0: them from yeah. stuff, so that when complications arise, my first thought is like, "How did I see this shit coming?" You know. But like right now, just to be specific, one of our one of our stores—this isn't specific, but I'll be general. One of our stores is facing a bunch of complications from the building department that has a bunch of requirements for the. Excuse me, that that I've never seen before, and so it got me thinking about. It got me personally thinking about mental toughness because, like, I've I've been in the fucking bag for like two weeks, man. Like, I've like, like straight up, and it got me thinking about. Um, I, I was looking back on the, the novel I wrote recently, and um, in the acknowledgments, you know, one of the things in the acknowledgments was uh, me talking about how like playing sports in college really like we you would go in there like super green from an environment where you're the top dog and everyone caters to you and like you get punched in the mouth real fast and everyone you you're not shit everyone is as good or better than you are and you work way harder than you ever have the school is way harder than you've ever than you've ever had to deal with and a lot of and a lot of the environment is completely like socially like physically with athletics mentally with school is a times 10 upgrade of everything. And on top of that, you don't have those people thinking, you know, because whenever whenever the shit hits the fan for, at least for me personally, like when I was in high school, like you had like a really, you had a support system that had grown with you organically, whether it's your friendship group or whether it's just, you know, like for me, like I was, you got this. You got this kind of star athlete thing where people are, you know, your first team all state, and you're being recruited, mm-hmm. and the newspapers yeah. coming to interview you, and then all of a sudden you're dog shit, <laughs> and Who you know this guy? exactly yeah. man, and you're wearing a jockstrap full of icy hot on initiation <laughs> night. is <laughs> Long <strong> story, which <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never felt pain until you've had like st- like level three <laughs> chemical burns on your <laughs> oh, scrotum. <you're> just <laughs>
1: That sounds terrible. So
0: i'll i'll skip i'll skip the whole story because it's kind skip, of skip the details. It's though. kind of yeah. it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny story. So <laughs> let's just say there's one point where all of us are running through neighborhoods, um, just a whole freshman class, just in our jock straps, with stuff painted all over us. That's probably Jeez. not very kind, <laughs> um, and. That the upperclassmen had had knocked on doors to tell everybody, like, yo, uh, here's a few dozen eggs. Like, hang out in your front yard oh, because shit, there's it's... a bunch of, like, naked athletes that are about to sprint yeah, sprint down the road. blast them. So, you, like, oh, so as we're running. Hysterical. You, and hysterical. It's, and, it's, and it's night out, right? Because, of course, so when I was, just so everyone knows, when I was a senior, um. We had a new head coach, and he found out about this, and he shut it down. So I don't know what's happening anymore. So I'm not getting I'm not getting anyone in trouble. This is this is a long since gone thing. I know
1: because you're old.
0: Because I'm super old.
1: So old. So we're running,
0: and of course, like running and screaming because of the pain. Oh. And then you just hear. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. And then you realize...
1: You're getting eggs. The
0: whole fucking neighborhood oh. is lined up with eggs. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: And some of them are, are making game of it, and yeah. they're hanging back. Some of, it, some of them are not, because it's Saturday night at fucking midnight, yeah. and they're smashed drunk, so they're sprinting at you with eggs, <laughs> like slam-dunking them on your oh face, my. trying to. Oh, my And... So, at the end of, like, the gauntlet of fucking yeah, how eggs. Long of, how long
1: of a run was Can this? Can we have a books and brews version of this? <laughs> it was, dude,
0: i died sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little books, Adam. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have any eggs. <laughs> Bam! Only soft covers. Only soft fish. covers. <laughs> uh. It was probably we ran from the baseball stadium because it started in the locker room and we ran. They timed it because there's a hockey game going on, so they timed it when the hockey <laughs> game was going out. <laughs> so ruthless. like, so like as the parking lot is filled because the hockey stadium and the baseball stadium are right next to each okay. other. So as the as as the parking lot is flooding with fans from the hockey stadium. Oh my gosh! All of these naked. Freshmen in jock straps with Vaseline in our hair and like oh a God. lot of like arrows pointing in certain regions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and naughty words written on us. Oh are sprinting gosh. past these people. Oh man! And then so out from there down the road, like I don't know, at least a half a mile, at least a half a mile
3: gosh,
0: to the uh, to the baseball house at the time. Um, where it was like, there's like an overpass kind of. So we had to kind of run under this bridge and the house was the first one on the left. So we're running under the bridge and I remember up being like the third one in line. Like,
3: ah, fuck. And everyone's yelling, my balls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Like, like, yeah.
0: And w- all of a sudden, the person in front of me stops dead in their tracks. Oh, jeez. And I run into them and then an egg hits them and splatters in my face, oh. so now I can't see shit. So now, that was the big like commotion under the bridge but cars are fucking whipping by. <laughs> and behind me, I hear like somebody like fucking move for you know like you know like yeah. yelling and yeah. like hurting us right. like cattle. And um, I clear my eyes and I look up and I see a guy that I will just say it played ten years in the big leagues as a professional pitcher. Oh, jeez. Um, who threw like 99 miles an hour oh. and he's got an armful of eggs like a, like a cartoon. Oh my like you know, like a cartoon yeah. and then foom, just foom, foom, like food like yeah, like whipping him like oh Will Ferrell exactly yeah. and elf of, yeah. throwing yeah. snowballs.
2: That's exactly what I was pictures. And I just
0: I remember seeing his face and being like in in my mind going like he has a good arm and thinking like, <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, I am this I
2: am his targets.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he had graduated the year before, so he was totally like Matthew McConaughey. it.
3: <laughs> At that time <laughs> oh he was only like gosh. he's just in the minor leagues, yeah. but
0: he then went on to pitch for the Mariners and the Diamondbacks and oh, he pitched God. for yeah, he was really good. So anyway, um, and then we finally got I into the basement and like my friends, <laughs> I won't even get into it, dude. This gets a little gnarlier <laughs> from there, but like, but like, like some of my, some of the dudes in the team being like cut, like cut oh, from the eggs, from shows? the eggs, sh- from like the getting yeah. smoked by eggs I can see that. Holy sh- and like bleed, like bleeding. <gasps> I was like, Oh fuck. And then they close the door and they're like, there's a keg in there and you can't come out until it's gone. <gasps> and I was like, oh, fuck.
1: Did you get to shower?
0: No, not until we were done. So, <laughs>
1: so you're dripping, your eggs junk swimming. is like oh. covered in well, ice. That, at that up.
0: point, a lot of guys just like pulled it to the side and they're just like, you know, just like hanging, hang, hanging it but out. But you're
1: covered in everyone, Everyone's just
0: like, yo, we need to get drunk as fast as possible. And the worst part, this, uh, this is one of my most regretful parts of college. Oh, it gets worse! Is that I was straight edge at the time, and I was like, "I'm not drinking." Oh. And I was like, "Man, I really wish I would just got like hammered drunk at this point." So I didn't mean to get the story so long, but the wow, last the no, last that bit is, of it is, that is an insane <laughs> story. We, they would bring straight. us up one at a time in front of a packed fucking party house because they would go and tell all the sports, like, "Yo, this is our initiation night. And come yeah, out. yeah. And here's how it works: We're gonna bring them up one at a time." And they we stand them up in front of everybody, and we end, they announce naked. Them, like, We're naked, yeah. Well, we have jackstraps on, but naked, know. pretty, yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, obviously the jackstraps yeah. it just covers it just covers the yeah. front, yeah. right? Because right. the back yeah. is right. totally so open, it, yeah, yeah. And put your you have to put your finger on the ceiling and s- sing a song and spin around. And if the cr- if the crowd sings with you, then you're done and you can go shower. If they boo you, back to the basement to keep drinking until your next shot. And like, I tell you, my roommate this who had is... my roommate who ended up getting cut is seat like he got booed like three times and at the end he was so wasted that they basically just had mercy on him and they yeah. just they just helped him sing row, row, row your boat, and then just like <laughs> like he came upstairs and he like just passed out in the shower like oh like, just, like he like he fell in the shower. And I remember like watching him fall in the shower and he like lifts his head like he's going to get up and just starts laughing and lays back down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, you've all been uh, there. I was yeah. like, well, you're on your own, buddy. And I just, I <laughs> just,
1: like, just left. Oh my I just gosh. left him. What I, song did you sing? I did
0: Fight for Your Right. And, every, oh, and everyone. That's,
2: that's a good yeah, choice. Yeah. That is a
0: good choice. Yeah. yeah. It's because you weren't drunk. It's because I wasn't drunk.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. So that's the one part
0: that saved me. Oh, That is. That is a story. Yeah, right? it
2: is. how have I never heard this story before? I know. So too. that's so that's
0: the nano tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, my mind is blown. Up. The nano tip about mental toughness, and, oh. and 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 so and I now think, you're wrapping up the tip. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> and so I, I I wanted to go around the group because I'm interested because I know we're getting out, cl- going on the break here and, and I got long winded because that was a good enough story to. Oh, I think, that that was a great story. I, I approve is that, of that. Story. Is that there were times like getting pushed to my absolute physical or mental limit. Like, there were like a couple other, I'll give a couple other quick hitting stories. My, uh, okay, one of, one, have you heard this before? I always found this very funny and ironic. Coaches would always say, the harder you work, the harder it is to give up. Have you heard that?
1: I have not. Mm-hmm.
0: Cal has. He's, you're a jockhead. Do you, you understand yeah. what I'm talking about? Sports and stuff. And let me it's tell you, well. let me tell you, the University of Michigan's football stadium. Has hundred and ten rows. It's the big house, right? It's the big house. It holds. They keep adding onto the fucking thing, like it won't fall over eventually. I don't. I don't know. I think <laughs> it like it literally, like keep structural I, sound. Like yeah, sound. <laughs> I, I literally think this thing is going to fall down one of these days. They keep going up, and <laughs> so you come in. So ground. It doesn't look that big from the outside because when you come in at ground level, you're coming in at row like seventy. Oh, oh wow! And then it goes down. Okay. okay. So we had to run the and there's forty eight if I remember right, 48 sections. And we had to run the big house for off-season conditioning. So the way it worked for us is that it was you practice for five weeks in the fall, then you have off-season conditioning, which means you do some massive conditioning thing three days a week. And then twice a week, you basically have like a private lesson with the coaches. And that's kind of like your off-season. Um, so we, one of the days is like, basically it's like, yo, get your shorts on and let's go run the big house. And you will go in and it's down one row and then up the next one. And I remember being at, like, like Section 30 and being like, I could quit. Yes. <laughs> like, they say the harder you work, the harder is to quit. Like, I think it would
1: be pretty easy to quit yeah, right I'm now. I think I'd totally be
0: able to just walk off campus at this very moment. But then you feel
1: so much better once you're done.
0: Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I bet you feel Absolutely terrible. not.
3: I bet you feel terrible. <laughs> I I feel, like
1: I feel where, where I'm, like, working out or at, like, a hot yoga class, and I'm like, fuck this. I could just leave, or I could just lay here and it'd be great. But then I'm like, no, how satisfying would it feel knowing that I finish and then my days ahead of me, cause I would do the 6 a.m. yoga class. I'm Whoa. not trying
0: to diss on hot yoga.
1: But, <laughs> uh, but i'm gonna diss on high yoga but running like, like 2800 like, okay, stadiums i'm there. just saying like <laughs> it's a little bit different. It takes like two and a half hours to well, do that wouldn't it feel so gratifying like well it did i finished yeah, i didn't i
0: didn't lose but here's what happens another story like i almost failed advanced probability and it was not because I couldn't do it's not because I wasn't smart enough. The reason I almost failed is because I couldn't hold a pencil. Because I had just come from um a personal training session with the head of strength and conditioning, and I literally could not hold a pencil up. That's it. And my legs were twitch. So I don't know if you've heard of this thing called manual weightlifting or not. Here's how it works: there's no weights involved. There's just a 240 or 50 pounds. 5% body fat madman who pick an exercise, let's say squats, where you, he gets on your back and you have to go down as slowly as possible down into a parallel squatting position and then he hops off your back and then he holds down on your thighs as hard as he can all the way up and that's one rep and you go until you can't stand up anymore. Oh, and that's the, that's the first exercise of the day. <laughs>
3: That's where we
1: begin. I quit. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: gonna go ahead and quit. Like, like legitimately, w- our one of our years. So usually we would have things. He would where,
1: break me <laughs> if he got on my back.
0: Dude, yeah, jump on your back. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and he and yeah, he just. I snap up. Send, up in and half and, and totally straight, like 70s, like, <laughs> like come on, you little bitch, oh. you know, like, <laughs> like that kind of stuff, and uh, suck it up, dude. And liter- literally, so my, so usually we would. We would have partners, so, you know, you would naturally sort of handicap it based on your physical level. In other words, like, yo, dude, like, it's Friday... And I am so sore, and I just don't have it in me today. Like, let's, you know, like it was that was kind of unsaid. Like, we're not really saying those things, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. But one year they decided no. Every single session in the weight room this whole year is going to be one on one with the fucking head. Like, he personally trained every single member, or like one of the other parts yeah. of the of the program. So every day it was one on one personal training and he was just like this dude who wasn't like no we're not just going to like bench press and do curls. No, I'm going to buy this fucking granite ball. Like he had this like piece of fucking granite that we had to curl. I'm like, dude, I'm going to drop this on my foot and break yeah, my fucking so ankle. <laughs> like he's like it's good for your hand strength. I'm like, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's good for blisters. <laughs> uh anyway, the point of the point of it is is that uh I developed a lot personally. I I during those times because I got pushed like way beyond my physical limits. Like like literally, literally like that was one Friday morning. Like I, I almost didn't make it to class because I could barely walk. And then when I got there, my forearms were spasming so bad I couldn't hold a pencil. So like I couldn't even, I, I could barely even take the test. And um,
1: That's yeah. That's crazy. And,
0: and so th- the point of it is is that I think that I've been, you know, since then... Like I haven't really had anything until, until. And certainly there has been things, right? There has yeah. been, there has been. I take it back. There, there there's been other several other things that have been pretty fucking gnarly in my life that I've had to overcome. But like, those were, those were the ones that stood out the most and it reminded me reading my book. So, I wanted to, I wanted to go around the table quickly. I know that I, I sucked out a lot of the air out of the room, but, um, like, like work horror stories. Like shit, you had to overcome. Like that's like mental toughness scenarios. Just like yo, this happened, and it was really rough. And I'm not even talking about books and brews because I don't want anyone to like to because there there possibly could be those workwise
1: or non. Or, or wise. work
0: or non workwise. I'm interested in your stories. Like will this was a period where like it it turned me into it. Like I went from a kid to an adult fast. I had to grow up fast oh, to yeah. fucking face. You know.
1: I got those stories all day.
0: I'm sure you, yeah, you do for sure. Yeah. I know. Brian, what you got, buddy? Uh, I guess one of the ones like that would be,
2: move, again, I would mentioned moving from Arizona to here in eighth grade, which was just a complete shock on all spectrums. Um, I mean, weather, diversity, education. Um, coming from Arizona, I was a straight A student and I was in advanced classes. Uh, half of that I found out was because I could speak English. So I I moved out here and I was I went from A's to all F's and D's wow, e- immediately really? because the level I'm not joking it was probably a two year gap wow. of what they were teaching out here compared to what I came from
1: interesting yeah
2: and and again like the diversity aspect. Um, I was one. I, I, there was well, and probably partially,
0: like <clears throat> you said, because it was it was a lot of English as second language.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like most of my friends growing
0: up, like English was not their first language. Right. And so
2: then moving out here, where it is the complete opposite. The right? whitest
1: of white. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In fish, no, like, I came from northern Michigan. Northern Michigan yeah. is the whitest uh, of white. It's like <laughs> you know, like Fishers. <laughs> I, would, I don't know. You know,
1: Indy. When I moved here, I was like. Damn, yeah. I'm like no. one well, of then, the only, then, only no. brown people. And then, no, then there, no. there
0: there were. You s- need to come up like you like yeah. It's like a it's like a snowstorm in July where I'm from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: well then and then there were seasons. <laughs> um, I like I'd never really witnessed snow in my whole entire life. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: And I mean even in the winter it's 65 degrees out there. So it was right. That was a lot to deal with, especially at that age. It's kind of a weird age. And in the process of moving, well, the whole life
0: has... <laughs> Well, yeah. totally changed. Yeah, to and point. in the
2: process of moving, what it, well, the way it worked yeah, it's is... It's not just like moving
0: schools. Like, I had to move mm-hmm. schools. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was tough on me, but like when you... What t- what year was that? Uh, well, it was, how well, it old was were actually, you? It was actually... I was uh, 13. Because that was about the time I moved. I remember it was tough on me, but it was more tough just because I lost... You know, you're moving friends. Yeah, friends, yeah. But I didn't have to deal with the climate. I didn't have to deal yeah, with the school. It was, the schools were the it same. Was all like, those things. Yeah.
2: And then on top of it, um, through the process, basically... My, the, the way it was planned is my dad and I moved out first. So my brother and my mom stayed behind. And my dad basically dropped me off in Illinois with my family and then came to Indy to find a house and get situated in his job and all that stuff. And so I was staying with family that I wasn't that close with. And then it got real weird because like, I felt like I was inconveniencing everybody because I was mm. just getting thrown around from house to house between my siblings and my you know aunts and stuff like that. And then some of them had super religious beliefs that were incredibly forced upon me. And I was not ready for that at all. So it was just like every aspect. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a weird time.
0: Well, you got you got to figure shit out fast.
2: <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's, and again, he dropped and that's me off. Such so, a young age. Yeah, and he <laughs> dropped me off. You know,
0: with with family that
2: I was used to seeing maybe once a year. So mm-hmm. I was like totally by myself, mm-hmm. like nobody to talk to or like hang out with that I felt comfortable with, and it was super weird. But it all worked out. I overcame.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's what I wanted. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Is, yeah, is just because uh, not only do I need to hear those stories right now, but but like, but I, but I think that. You know, I think that everyone needs to hear that at some point in everybody's life, we all go through moments where we come out slightly different in oh, one yeah. way or another. Yeah. And, 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 and tougher, hopefully, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. sort absolutely. of yeah. a, um, you know, whether you're kind of like burning the wood of a new category, you know, you're mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. you're kind of burning. I don't want to say like you're burning your emotions down. Right. But, but like learning how to deal with something that's a little bit different. Oh yeah, uh, than you've had to deal with before. Yeah,
2: again, it's like, I think we all, everybody, I think it's human nature. You get in your comfort bubble. We've talked about totally. similar, mm-hmm. and you know, you you go with what you know, and everything's comfortable, and it's easier that way. But when you know, when your situation shakes up enough to where you have to
1: adapt, you have to adapt and deal yeah. with it,
0: you know, you really, you have to kind of learn and grow. So here's my challenge for Q, you, Kamal. Could you have something that I? Is there can you boil it down cuz you have I like I've I've heard a lot of this.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I've heard your story which is fascinating and I'm still like you still need to write the book and I hurry do. and hurry up. up i
1: I've, kind of, I've been kind of busy.
0: I know. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to encourage you. I I'm appreciate trying to give you encouragement. <laughs> um because I want to read it. Yeah. But um can you do you have do you have like a nugget of something where it's like this was this was a mental toughness moment that really
1: that, I think That I
0: came out on the other side uh, stronger and better.
1: It really was when I ran away the second time from home. Um, <laughs> when because I ran away the parents, second time? Yeah, the first... Okay,
0: so, cliff notes. Cliff notes. You ran away the first time. Here's what I sort of know. St. Louis? Texas? No.
1: First time was Texas. I was 20, turning, about to turn 21. Came out to my parents for, like, the second time. Um... They were came not out to having your parents it. for the second time yes they were not having it and i So what was
0: the first time like just be like
1: no that so that was the, oh the first time it, they it just like hey i'm denial. It, like no yeah there's like no denial shut up that yeah that kind of thing yeah okay um and so first time was texas because my dad dropped me out of school the last day he could and my scholarship money didn't pay for it that. Anyways, so the second Wait, time... he dropped
0: you out of school? He dropped you out yeah, of school? Yeah, so they
1: were paying... I had scholarship money, but they paid like two, $3,000.
0: Oh, you were at college at the time. This I was is, at college. Middle at Tennessee? The t- yeah,
1: Middle Tennessee. Um, so that was the first time. Second time, I f- finished a semester at MTSU, and it's like the fourth time I came out to my parents, and they like had made me go on a date with a guy, and... I was dating a girl from St. Louis at the time, and I ran away, put everything in my car, or everything in her car, which was a Nissan Altima Coupe, so everything that I owned, which was pretty much clothes and shoes, and that's about it, like just things that I needed to go out in public. Um, But I left, wrote my parents a note, and that was really tough, but I was leaving behind everything I knew, everyone I knew, And I moved to St. Louis and I didn't want to just like live off this girl who I had only been dating for six months. Uh, And so I got a job at a liquor store that was a mile and a half away and I didn't have a way to get there. So and it was one of the hottest summers and I would have to walk. Summer
0: in St. Louis. Let me tell you. Yeah, it was. No joke.
1: It was a lot like it was up a hill. So the first day I tried biking and I'm like, fuck this. So I just started walking. And, I mean, I did that for four months. I would walk to work a mile and a half, one way. Sometimes my ex now at the time, girlfriend at the time then, um, would pick me up at night because she didn't want me to walk home and she was done with work. But, like, that was definitely, like, I grew up in a kind of, like, privileged home, and I, you know, I... You knew nothing, probably. yeah I so knew going, I I um, knew I was sh- like strong but I didn't think that like you know I could be that strong and so I I'm well, proud of to, yeah had I to had be, to be had to be to survive I had to be and so I think like that's that's really made me who I am now like I know I can do whatever I set my mind to and I know that I can work hard if that's what I need to do to get where I want to be you know and almost kind of a of a fucked up way uh, do
0: you think do you think like do you almost wish i, I put it this way i like two of more my, my my life cha- there's not i wouldn't put it in a mental toughness category but two of my life more more life-changing experiences was the semester that i did my student teaching in the, the tr- detroit public school system mm-hmm. that really opened my eyes to how, you know, other, you know, an, a whole other community was living that was totally impoverished and right. like in an oblivious totally totally no way out of that scenario for a lot of those kids. And the summer that I I only spent 2 weeks, I spent a week uh playing baseball in uh Nicaragua and Venezuela and that really opened my eyes to not just like okay, in the states they're impoverished.
1: But then there's even But more, like yeah.
0: I'm talking like Bare feet, bare no shirt, no underwear, some umbros that don't fit, and like pissing in the street poor. Yeah. Like in Nicaragua. Um, that's not an exaggeration. That's like we got on the bus and this kid we met was like, Hey, see you guys later and was like drop trial and started taking a leak in the street. Like just that's just that's what's up. Yeah. But do you almost think that everyone needs that perspective? Like in like not, I, do. I don't, th- I, don't I, mean, if, like, I don't know if you would wish that on anybody. I think everyone
1: like, kind of like you said like when you went to Nicaragua not to cut you off but no, I no, feel I like w- I know I want, where as, you're yeah, as a question you're, on, yeah. um heading to but I mean even before that ha- like happened to me I had gone to India you know third world country right and I experienced what like, actual real poverty, poverty is. Like, like you're... Like people
0: say poverty... I was used to say, yeah. I, I used to think I came from the country until I moved to Indiana. Now I know there's... That's a totally different definition of yeah. country down here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, same thing here. I think sometimes we think of poverty as poverty is defined in the U.S. Right. But, yeah. like, pov- like, real, no, actual pov- yeah. poverty... Yeah, like,
1: India... It's just, it's so... Like, no running water, It's no no. sewer. Dude, they're like cardboard houses. Like, that's just like, not even one house. It's like 500 cardboard houses put together. And you're just like, holy shit. This is like like the cul-de-sac of this area because that's all they can do because there's nowhere else for them to go. They'll take showers in the rivers and in the oceans because that's the... That's the only water that they have.
3: Yeah.
1: And like, so yeah, I think everyone, like everyone, like just needs to experience how other people live. So like now, that's why I feel like I'm so like thankful for what I have. Totally. And to uh, to appreciate, to to learn
2: to appreciate everything, you really have to experience. You
1: know the lowest of lows. Almost, yeah. You almost. Have to experience yeah. when stuff sucks, like, Otherwise, yeah. when it's
2: always good, it doesn't stick out enough to really, really. You can't appreciate
1: it, anymore. and then when you lose it, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I agree. You I should you have. Keep, I, yeah. yeah, I you you should have some contrast in mind. Yeah, no, which, I agree. What you got, Kyle?
4: Um, <laughs> mine's pretty mild in
1: comparison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, mine's That's a like-
4: tough
0: follow-up. I, <laughs> <laughs> to, uh,
4: yeah. I, I, went, I went first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <what's, laughs> how many times did you run away from home? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None that I can recall. Um, my <laughs> biggest thing was in college. Um, I uh, was part of fraternity and took a lot of leadership early on. And I have done this like always through high school. Like I was my class president and like student body president. So just it was a natural thing and very. It seemed like the right thing to do. So I took this position that typically you take it as a junior, and then the senior who did it the year before is always there to help out. Well, my year that I was going into it, they had a senior do it the year before, so there was nobody to help me out. And so I was running this position for a house of, like, 80 guys, and it was like it's like a six-month position on top of, like, a month-long process that goes on for like recruitment is what it was. And I had no idea what I was really doing because you only get a taste of it the year before and had no like safety net from the guy before. So he just, like, they graduated and obviously, you know, he's got real world shit going on. He's got better stuff to do. So I did this for like six months and I was, it got all put on my shoulder and they were like, oh yeah, you got it. No worries. Like, you're fine. Oh, man. So oh. like, I, yeah, I went like s- the whole first semester, like, you're like, oh, I can do this. I can do this and do this, do this. And then we do this thing called winter term, which is basically a month of, one class on campus and everybody's just pretty much there to party and have a good time. And it's great for recruitment. But so you like get up every morning, hung over, clean the house, get ready for another party. People come over. Then I was like mopping the kitchen at like four in the morning, drunk, super tired and pissed off. And then like
3: had to (laughs) do the whole thing. And then like, there
4: was this one night where it was like, okay, it was like a week before recruitment actually happened. And I was like, okay, it's raining, it's pouring. Nobody's going to come over. Like, I'm super excited. I was, I, like, I laid down. I was like, oh, I'm free. I'm super happy. And then just knock at the back door, and there's, like, 30 freshmen. They're like, oh, oh we're ready to go. And no. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? And everybody's like, hey, yeah, you're going to set this up? And I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> so it was just, like, this, min- like, this, like ongoing thing. And, like, in, it, not nearly as bad as a comparison because it was yeah, like, no, getting like, drunk like, and partying, but it in, was just, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to do this whole position that usually so gets you, a lot when of help. You hit
2: a wall just yeah. of just exhaustion. of that nonstop. It's just like,
4: so, especially
1: being in school too. Like that's tough when that's you a have, whole other yeah.
4: So that was my big like mental one where I was just like exhausted, tired, didn't really have like a safety net, and then really develop my leadership skills a little more, and then also my ability to delegate a lot better because typically like in the past I could just be like, oh, I'll do it, no big deal. Yeah, take care of it, walk out, no, and you know, all the better for. It. But then it was like, oh, I really have to rely on people to yeah. like help. And that was
0: man safety net. I think that is the biggest thing. That is, I think that is probably a real like. If you look at all of our stories, um, obviously there's a big differences. And but but I think when it comes down to it, like the things that really force that mental toughness is that when suddenly the buck stops with you, and there's no safety net. There's no more barrier of a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. There's no more good grades. There's no more, you know, like. Someone you know, like praise from the press, or I you mean, like. There's no more parents to yeah. to you know help you out. There's nobody but you there. That's when the real growth. Ha- I always. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a real weird thing for me that's real poignant, but I'll leave with I'll leave with this, and we'll come back for a real short second half here because we took up all of our time. But um, I think this is this is very interesting, so i to keep talking about it for just one second more, and that is. The first year, so family business, minor league baseball. First year, I got sucked into being the on-field personality, the on-field MC. Oh, that's so. It was it was basically the um, and my one of my college teammates who I talked into come working for us got sucked into being the PA announcer. <laughs> so it was basically like, hey guys. Uh, we're looking to get an on-field MC and a PA announcer, but we're three weeks from the season. We need to start practicing because our first year, so we need to start practicing some of our events, some of our on-field promotions, some of our welcome to the ballpark and that kind of stuff. So would you, Alex, my buddy, would you mind being the PA announcer as this? And Jason, would you mind being the on-field
3: no.
0: guy as this? And it went from that to suddenly like, yo, we can't find anybody, we mm-hmm. can't find anybody, can you guys do it? And so... Cool, not a big deal. I actually ended up loving it really. really. um, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's it's complicated, but but here's the point of the story is that there's one point in practice where my buddy Alex did probably one of the coolest things ever for me, and that was we're practicing, and I'm doing some sort of monologue or something like, you know, welcome to the ballpark. My name is DJ Jazzy J and yada (laughs) yada yada, and and I and I caught myself and I was like, shit, man, let me start over. And like over the you know, he's up in the press box and he's like. Over the microphone, he's like, he's like, we're live. There are no do overs. Like, keep going. Yeah. Oh like, shit. And you know, like, he's not, he's not yeah. my dad. He's, not, he's like <laughs> my buddy. He's just like, he's like, Jason. We're not starting over. Like, keep yeah. going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sh-. like it was the best experience for me. Like being live. Like you have a minute and a half on yeah. the field, and you're live. And if you screw something up, like you have to roll with it. Yeah. And your head's going fuck, 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 fuck. But you fuck. Go. But your mouth has to try to keep moving. Yeah. Um, and not say fuck 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 and not yeah. say, and not, and not say fuck, <laughs> fuck 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 yeah there's a couple of times where I like accidentally combined a couple words and it came out as a cuss word I'm trying to think of an example there's, you know what I mean like, yeah. like you try to say two things at once and it comes out as yeah you're like oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway that's it anyway that's life you have no safety net no safety no. net you have no safety shit net shit gets real and you have to just keep going we're playing this thing live that's true all right, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll come back. We'll arc your face, and then we'll go home.
2: Because <laughs> you motherfuckers
3: aren't this.
0: And we're back. Man the podcast. Hey, hey. Indianapolis, Indiana. Naptop. Small business shenanigans. Kamal has left us. Goodbye, Kamal. Peace out, Bye, Kamal. Bye. Bye. Sorry, we're going to call her. We're going to go right back into... So we got 20 minutes to fit in the rest of the pro, the program all here. Right. That's all right. It was only three of us. So was, we got the old power trio going again, just yeah. like back in the day. So we're going to do... Art, 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 art. In your face, 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 face,
3: face, face, Hey, face.
2: Facial <coughs> of la fleur. Total facial of Never gets old...
0: Art in your face, man. I miss Westworld this week. That's that's my sh- that's my shit. I've been going on. I, I have started watching Barry. Mike Mike got me into Barry. Barry's pretty good. Barry Barry is is uh, um Bill Hader is a hitman, and oh. then he starts taking acting lessons, and he really just wants to be an actor. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, so I've been in, I've been in on that. That's pretty good. My other art is uh, trying to get back into reading some books. Dude. I haven't been doing a very good job. Dude, books. <laughs> Dude, bucks. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been doing a good job. Check us out on the YouTubes. Dude, Bucks, Dude, briz. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, we, yeah it was a pretty funny one. Um, so that's it, man. What you got? What you been are, are, are up in my face, Brian? So I watched a movie called The Island. Dude, I love The Island. I had never even heard of it. Um, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett
2: Johansson. Uh, uh,
0: Steve Buscemi. I don't remember Steve Buscemi. I, yeah. re- I remember the guy who dies in the beginning is. Uh, oh, Michael
2: Clark Duncan? Michael Clark yes, Duncan. Yeah, it, so it's yeah. called.
0: I never heard of it, but again, I love sci fi movies. Well, so I it was think super up my alley. We, I think we did talk about this ages ago in the podcast. Really? And the problem I thought with the island, the movie, was the plot twist happened so early. The plot twist does. So that they I'm, can't, like, all of the advertisements for it were very vague. Yeah. Because you can't really you can't really give people the plot twist. It gives the whole movie away.
2: Yeah, so that's, that's the problem I've had. I've been trying to recommend this movie to people, and I start to tell them, and I have to stop immediately, and I'm like, shit, this like, you're right. It's too vague, but it's it's an awesome movie, and I really enjoyed it. It's very um, good. Yeah, I should check it out. Yeah, it's it's,
0: it's really it's, cool. It's, it's like 20 years old, so we can tell was, you what happens. It was
2: 2005, and what here's what gets
0: me. Wow, that's later than I thought. Yeah, I thought
2: it, was it was 2005, and what gets me is this, in this future... I'll let you describe it because you'll do better than me. But in this future, well, I haven't seen it for a long time. So the, the I, yeah. year is 2019 in the movie. Where is it all really? that shit goes down, and I was like, "Wow." There probably
0: is an island somewhere. There probably is this factory somewhere. That is these clones. That is creepy. Like that. That is. It's, that's an interesting argument. That <laughs> we're not going to solve the problems of the world here on this podcast, but, <laughs> but I I I find it really fascinating that there there's some regards that I'm terrified of our advancements, like AI. Like, I think as soon as, and here's why. Skynet. Is that there's no secret that humans are the cause of all the problems. Yeah. So as soon as you turn on AI and you go solve the problems, yeah. you know what AI is going to do? <laughs> it's going to start killing humans. Like, okay, right here. Let's go, oh, oh, guys, I don't know if you've noticed or not, problem number one is that humans. Yeah. Yes. And so we are, we'll murder some of those. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and take out some of oh, those. Oh, that was, and you know what, speaking of which, that's basically the story of, the Avengers: Infinity War. You yeah. said
2: you said that the other day, and I was like, "That sounds interesting." But I've so uh,
0: so I'll talk about yeah anything yeah anything else. Island's great. So basically, the idea is that we've advanced to the point where we're making clones, and we're harvesting our clones into basically like a prison factory. Yeah, but they then, they think that's like society. Like they think they society, think we're post-apocalyptic.
2: Yeah, so they're all they're in they're this, the they're old, all in this thing, and then they, they're in a, a bomb lo- shelter. Yeah, and they're, yeah. They're, there's a lottery where there's this one island left that is habitable for humankind. And it's like amazing. It's an oasis. There's a nice beach. You can ride boats and breathe fresh air. And it's just like this, just complete, you know, utopia or whatever. And every day, I think it's every
0: day. There's a lottery where one person gets selected. Well, it's, ra- it's random. Because yeah, yeah. They say it's random because well, because everyone. It is random because. The people who are there are clones of rich people. Yeah. That they've stashed away their clone to keep healthy. Yeah. So that if, like, their liver fails.
2: Oh, see, I interpreted it differently. I interpreted it as they had, like, the rich people would buy these clones and they would make them, and they were there. And when they won the lottery to go to the island, they were actually taking him to kill him to take the. Oh,
3: they
0: are, but yeah. but 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 those are clones of rich people. Yeah, yeah. So those, were, yeah, I mean, I think that that's how I remember. Again, it's been yeah. it's been ten plus years. Yeah, that's pretty. But that's how I remember it is like. Like, Ewan McGregor is a rich person yeah. who buys a clone of himself to basically stash away. It's like, yep. if I ever need a head transplant.
2: Yeah, or if, like, my liver goes bad, I'll just take this They one. come in, yeah. they chop off that guy's head, and they, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, right, it's, they take yeah. his liver or whatever. So I thought it was a cool concept. Put him in a Good bathtub movie. Full ice. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I liked it. And then, so basically, they find out, they witness M- Michael Clark Duncan going like, yay, Michael Clark Duncan's going to the island. Yeah, he's going. And then they witness him being like, uh, cut open
2: cut yeah. open or whatever yeah. like
0: he's trying to escape
2: yeah because he was a famous football player that like got an injury oh
0: yeah and the outs in the real world uh, that's right uh, yeah yeah. so, so yeah that's solid. pretty cool so then, so then Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor are trying to escape the whole movie basically yeah. like, pl- yep. plot and they escape. get into
2: the real world
0: yeah and I don't remember I don't remember how it ends up I think they just escape right spoiler alert uh, spoiler
2: get, alert. basically I think they end up uh, at least at least Ewan McGregor fills his own role like Gets rid of himself oh, and places he, him, but oh, then they he kills go. the own person. But then they go back, like they were free, and then they go back to,
3: to oh,
0: fuck wow. everything See, up. See, I guess I don't oh, remember. I I, I, I almost thought like the movie ended when they escaped, but I guess. Oh no, I have to go back and watch. Yeah, the check it again. out.
2: It's super good. Um, I watched Ant Man. It was good. Ant
4: Man style. What you got, Kyle? Um, I watched the newest Tomb Raider, like the remake.
3: Recently. Oh, was it good?
4: It got terrible reviews. It only was like 48 or 49 on Tomato yeah. Meter, but I actually enjoyed it more than the originals, and I watched the originals yeah. a decent amount. I think it's mainly because the acting's a lot better in this one, obviously, like, sure. it's, it's, I mean, it was pretty bad CGI back then and, like, kind of terrible action. So, like, comparing the two, it's Absolutely. obviously, like, steps above, and I honestly enjoyed the plot more Okay, because, I mean, I'm not going to give any spoilers. It's pretty new, but, like, the plot... It had a pretty nice little twist on it at the end, so I I would recommend. Okay. But reviews say not to.
3: But I, I would
0: think. I would step up and to the plate.
3: I trust your judgment. Here's my
0: weird thing about Tomb Raider is that we made three really fucking good Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I, the fourth one wasn't good, but I don't think it was like the shit storm a lot of people thought it was. I, I it thought was, it, I thought it was fine. No, I mean it's the, a fine movie. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The I twist, mean the it's,
2: twist it's, at the end I was like, man, nah, but it wasn't well, the it wasn't reason, ruining Well,
0: the me. reason, you know what it was though? The the problem was is that if that movie comes out today after the popularity of ancient aliens, uh, I I think that I think that the problem it would is be it more was little, acceptable. it was a little ahead of its time because the yeah. whole crystal skull thing. Yeah, I don't think people really know about the crystal skulls, like the actual, like the actual thing. Yeah, like like those are actual things that people have discovered. So I don't think people knew I, that. I, I think that cause since the popularity of ancient aliens, that there's a little, you know, a little bit of pop culture credence at the very least to these um, wild theories. That there would be, be the point of it is. Is that we made real, three really fucking three really fucking good Indiana Jones movies? Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why everyone shits on the fourth one is because well, it's an average. You have three awesome movies yeah, and one average one, and, it, and it's yeah, going to look way better. Yeah. So Tomb Raider, in my mind, is essentially the female Indiana Jones. That
2: makes sense. I never really thought about it like
0: that, yeah. but uh, makes and sense. so why can't we just fucking write good movies? Why do we have to have so much CGI and shit? Like, yeah. like, or even 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 for the fourth. Even the fourth Indiana Jones, we had three really good Indiana Jones, no fucking CGI. Yeah, I mean, or a little, like I guess mm-hmm. in the end of the Last Crusade with like the old guy or whatever. I guess yeah. maybe like there's a but hair, but it it's not overdone. Not really, I was where, really hoping yeah. that Shia. You don't, ha- you would you don't take have like a ten foot fake crocodile like yeah. jumping yeah. out of the water yeah. or something. You know? I was really
2: hoping they were setting up Shia to take over the Indiana Jones role. But yeah, then a, well, but, but then uh, yeah,
0: didn't I I I like sh- I didn't like sh- that was like pre crazy Shia. Yeah. that was when Shia was still just like off of Transformers yeah. and I, I, I think yeah that was one of the movies that really set him over the edge of being an insane person <laughs> um, so it aliens. was good and bad it's the aliens it was good and bad <laughs> yeah dude fucking aliens Asian aliens <laughs> shout out to Asian aliens fuck you Deucalus. that show's so funny <laughs> fucking Giorgio Tuscaloosa I, I gave you a shot man I gave you like two years and you don't want to come to the program, fuck you. Fuck
1: He's you. Like oh, week. you're going be- to beef! I'm going to be... You Tuskaloos. used to yell at me for
0: beefing I on uh, fine, Get right. a haircut, bitch. I'll say one thing about Infinity War. Okay. And I'm interested because I know Kyle's super into Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, And what I thought was really interesting, without, you know, without giving anything away, because I finally got around to seeing it, I saw Deadpool 2 first because I just liked that better. Um, that's more my style. It's your jam... Thing. Well, the anti-hero is is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many there's so many black and white things uh, stories out there, and then the only problem, again, it's almost like Avengers: Infinity War. Thanos is the ultimate villain, and the problem is how big is he in, in comparison to everybody else? I'm curious. He's like the Hulk size. He's, okay. like, he's like the Hulk. Okay. So him and the Hulk fight in the beginning, and like they're like it's like okay one for one. All right. Um. So my problem my problem is is that they try to make Thanos into this gray character. And my question for, for Kyle is is that if is that is that they try to they tr- you know so one of the really interesting parts about writing gray characters in general or villains in general that I think is is true of all good villains and that is villains don't see themselves as villains they just see themselves as right. They think they're doing the right thing. So it's like 2 faced and, Than- and Thanos really thinks he's doing the right thing. He thinks that he is actually bettering. Like, nobody understands. Why doesn't anybody get it? If we just decrease the population in half, everyone will thrive. Instead, we're overpopulated, and everyone's poor, Everything and everyone's sucks. starving, and we have disease, and we have... If we just take away half of the people, then, oh my gosh, we'll never want for anything. We'll all have full bellies, we'll all have jobs, we'll all be prosperous, and I'm the one who's going to do that. I'm going to save... He thinks he sees himself as the savior of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so in the way of doing that, that they, they try to paint him in that way, and there's one scene in particular where they really try to make you feel for Thanos, like they make you try to feel bad for him, in a in a scene where I'm a big crier, as, as everyone knows, and I'm very emotional, and... I recognized the scene as a scene where I should be crying like I should be emotional and I was not at all and I had had like two and a half beers so you think that, you think they failed to achieve what they I were I think doing. they failed to achieve it but I think they failed to achieve it in one interesting way and that is because Thanos is CGI I think okay. I think the reason I didn't feel for Thanos I can see that is because he's fucking totally 100 percent CGI. Number one, number two is that Josh Brolin plays both Thanos and Cable. I know, and I and you I don't like that, that shit. No, you said that. I don't like normally. that
4: shit. Yeah, I, I didn't. like that. They My did mental that
2: comparison oddly was like I hate
4: it
0: when I'm playing
2: like a sports game or a fighting game and somebody picks the same the same person I pick.
0: I don't know why. I, I don't know why you were like.
2: That was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, I don't fucking like that shit. That's why
0: NBA Jam is great because you can't play. That's exactly you can't play Bulls versus Bulls.
2: When you told me that the first time, all of this flew through my head. It's, I was like, I, don't, I just don't like that shit. I'm with you. That's funny, man. Yeah. What
4: do you think? Did you feel yeah. for Thanos? Um, I did not. I'm not like. So I go into the movie. like first time I watch a movie. I'm just trying to analyze if I liked it or not. So I know what scene you're talking about. And I now that you mention that, I think that again power of suggestion, I see kind of where you're coming from yeah, with that. because Thanos is
0: crying, right? Yeah. Thanos is crying in that scene.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my thing, when you were talking earlier about like how they're trying to make point, like paint good villains and everything like that, I think a good villain is just throwing out the morality of what they're doing. Like, if you're thinking about it, if cutting the population in half is the, that is the logical thing to do, and if you were thinking only logical it's, it's en- perfect. It ends
0: justify the means exactly. argument. Yeah. but
4: then you bring morality into it, like who
3: how who, how do you decide the half? Yeah, you know that's what's what, yeah. fair. Yeah, who, I think who that's, gets to live and who gets to die? Exactly. Yeah. That's
4: where you define the line of where you're getting into. A really good villain is somebody who's completely throwing out morality and is doing the logical, yeah, you know, with or, no maneuver. Like that's why I think the Joker, like Heath Ledger's Joker, is by far the best villain that there ever has been and ever will be in a movie. Yeah, because he doesn't give a yeah, fuck. No, he it, doesn't. It is, it's not. There's no morality. There's. I mean, it's fairness, but it's just chaos. Yeah. yeah. And, in fact, he just yeah. wants anarchy. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's fair,
0: and he's logical. I mean, that gets a little more into two real like, to talk. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite villain scenes ever is when he's explaining himself to Harvey Dent. Yeah, oh, or yeah. or, to ba- or, or well, even and, to and Batman. He's dressed as a nurse. Oh he's yeah, oh, dude. It, which makes it. He's a, just like, a I total... don't want to kill you. Yeah, I need you. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm like a dog chasing a fire truck. If I caught yeah. it, I wouldn't even know what to do with <laughs> it. <Yeah>. I love <laughs> no, that. It's like no, basically, I just want to be like villains. Don't want to win. They just want shit. Sometimes, yeah. what does he say? Sometimes there are people who just want to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, super and that is, and that scene. is, that's the most terrifying villain. Oh, absolutely, is, that, is because it's unpredictable. Yeah, and you have no idea. There's no leverage. There's nothing
4: like yeah, yeah. And then you, especially you can, like with Batman's yeah, character, are money? One rule is you can't kill, and that's the only thing that stops the Joker. That yeah. is it. It's not money. It's not power. It's you have to kill him, or he's not going to stop. And that's why I think the the Dark Knight series is just phenomenal. By I agree. the way. I agree. I agree, yeah.
2: I was a fan. We were robbed.
4: But yeah, back to the Thanos (laughs) thing. Like I in in that sense because I'm more (laughs) 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 goddamn, I know. Could have had his own Uh, spinoff, dude. uh, It could be like six movies deep right now,
3: dude. Exactly.
4: But yeah, I think I didn't really sympathize with Thanos as much because that was just such a contradiction to what he was doing, and he'd been completely stone cold in his path up until that point, and even afterwards, right. he stuck to the you know the path. And then he, that one thing, like if he's making the decision to logically like erase half the universe, and you're not willing to sacrifice that one thing, you're such a hypocritical asshole. Like, right? That's why I, I, I didn't really. But he did not hesitate. Him. He didn't put it that way. He, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he was doing when he got there, but like to show emotion. I don't know. I did not. It was a, bit a predictable. It,
0: it was kind of. I mean, it's kind of predictable. Yeah. We'll see. What, I wonder. I'm in a very interested to sets see up what up happens the next movie. Hardcore yeah. because of that. Like, that's, it's very interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It was also. I'll just put it this way. There are a lot of deaths in that movie. Not as many as I was hoping for. <laughs> and, but a lot well, of that, them that cuts down that dollar. Well, the other the other thing too is like everyone dies in a way where like they left it open to them coming back. And that kind of, oh, yeah. that kind of irritated like me. Shit. I was like, just kill him or not. Somebody's either dead or they're. Yeah, I don't right. know. Did, it did it you
4: see Marvel's most recent announcement? No. Um, spoilers, maybe. Okay. They just announced the second Spider Man movie for Tom Holland's character.
0: Okay. And so, he's one of the ones that's supposed yeah. to die. And, and the, yeah, so, he's the one that kind of. And they, he, yeah, does, they just, he dies at the end of. Yeah. Infinity War. So they just
4: announced that he's got another movie coming, what but it fuck? won't be until after. If he's dead, I don't Infinity know, War, dude. It, again, yeah, that
0: and that is part of my beef with the movie. Is well, just that's like, like,
2: like, so all these all these superhero movies. What do they do? You create this badass, this awesome guy, but then you create a villain, and then the badass has to face adversity, and they show weakness, and they overcome it. Black Panther, perfect fucking example of all of that. But again, like, if you're going to mortalize them and make them human or or show weakness then that has to go all the way for me that has to go all the way none of this none of this i'm dead and i come back to life in in
0: what i really liked about what i really liked about black panther just small segue is that i think that i think black panther story is so far ahead of its time because you have the most powerful country on earth in wakanda yeah and that they have the ability to help everyone out and they have to decide whether they choose to just like say like no, we're just going to chill, or yeah. we're going to be the world's police force. And that's kind of like the battle the U.S. goes through, right? It's yeah. like, are we going to be the world police, or are we just going to close the borders and say fuck everybody? Yeah, you know what? what? You There's doing, arguments man. on both sides. That's very true. And yeah, it's always. And that, be that, great. that's why There's no right answer to and, that. Yeah. And point. that's and that's why that's a really and that's why that's a really interesting movie in general because they explore that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and the cop-out a little bit is basically the fight is brought to them and they have no choice. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but a more interesting movie is like the fight is like just over there. It's like, are we gonna go help or just watch everybody die? Oh yeah, like, that'd be a more interesting movie. Yeah, not not like literally people are like flying in trying to kill you, and then yeah. of course you're gonna fight them. Yeah, you're just but, like you're watching. What if the people just over there are really in yeah. trouble? And like, yeah. we have fucking laser guns and shit. We can go help, but do we? Mm. That's that's an interesting movie yeah. to me.
4: And again, that's all about the morality thing. Like, where yeah. do you step in? That no, thing. that's true.
0: That's why villains are so crazy. Dude, yeah, yeah. I like it. I mm-hmm. wish I would have liked. I love Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon again wrote it, directed it. I'm assuming. I think so. Um, It was very good. Like, I remember watching it and being like, it's very, very good. But I don't know if it's just because I've raised my level of expectation up to Joss Whedon level. But, like... I was I was overall kind of underwhelmed, but like I think part of it is also like the CGI is so massive in that movie. Yeah, you have the whole the whole character is just straight. You're just watching. You know, you're almost like at that point, you're almost like watching fucking cartoons for half the movie.
2: Which I think Thor Ragnarok was kind of like that, but I really liked that movie. But I, they embraced it. it. They did like yeah. they
0: did like a
4: trippier side to it. They. It was it was its own like separate entity in my he, opinion. Yeah, no, I didn't, I, I didn't I, see. I, that I really, it was. I, really liked it. I, I would highly recommend that. That's yeah. solid solid it. Was, everyone said it. Everyone very good. It, he
0: recommended
2: it to me, and I watched it, and it is it is really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> check it out. See, I haven't seen because see, I missed. I did miss some in the middle there. I got kind of burned I missed, out. I missed a lot too. I missed you know because I wasn't real big into Captain. I love. It's funny because one of my favorite actors in the whole series is Chris Evans, but I'm not a big fan of the Captain America character really? in general. So, so, I'm so not the
2: biggest either, but I thought the first Captain America is one of the best superhero movies out there. Man, I don't know. And I, I feel like I'm alone on that, but I really like it. I'm going to wrap II. up this episode
0: with a very yeah. controversial statement. Oh, Are you ready? Shit. Are you ready? Hold on. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay out there one of my favorite Marvel movies that even the actors hate that were in it. Ooh. You ready? What do you think it is, Kyle? Because you're a Marvel guy. Is
2: it Iron Man 1?
0: He's going to say X Men. I'm not.
4: Oh, okay, never mind. I was like, "That's the that's, X-Men." I that's fell aggressive. off of too. What was your guess? I said Iron Man one.
0: Do people not like Iron Man one? Who's the bad guy in Iron Man one? Uh, Iron Man one's good. I thought it was Iron good, Man but 3 I, I is thought it was garbage. good, but but the um, is that the one with the Robert Downey, uh, Downey Jr. Manchurian? Was it uh,
4: no? Manchurian. No, that was that's that was two. two three is like the. Fire dude that used to work. I don't
2: know. No, two was. Oh, um, dude, two dude was Whiplash. Two was Whiplash. I thought that was pretty. I thought no, Whiplash two, was bad. Yeah, red. two's, Whiplash. Oh, two's uh, Whiplash. I was I saying
0: three. Uh, yeah, 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 Mickey Rourke, Rourke was pretty yeah. good. No, I only, no, only guessed
2: one because um, Robert Downey Jr. and the original War Machine hate each other. Oh, like these right. These oh, yeah, big, oh, which I mean, they is, switched
0: him out. They yeah, that's um, out. apparently yeah. that's one of the reasons why
2: oh, Andy wa- Andy
0: wanted a shit ton of money. Oh, you want, That's what I heard is the money. Yeah, but I, I yeah I saw something. It there. was uh yeah, dude Don Cheadle. But how much money did Don Cheadle Don make Cheadle out had of that? A bank because he's been in all these movies now. Shout out Don yeah. Cheadle,
2: Captain Planet. Don Cheadle. No, you know dude, about that, I it.
0: love love Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Everybody hates that. Everybody (laughs) hates Daredevil. See, I don't, I don't, I like Daredevil. I I, I honestly never watched Daredevil. I like Daredevil. Number one, I like the character of Daredevil. I like Hell's Kitchen, the concept of he's an attorney, he's blind. You know, um, Jennifer Gardner, solid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I Mm dig her work Mm -hmm. as well. That was a great costume in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I also, um, I'm a, a bullseye? big I'm a big Colin Farrell fan, dude. I love Colin Farrell. In, in Bruges is his best work. I thought he was pretty funny, but also Michael Clark Duncan as fucking um, Kingpin. Dude, Kingpin is a character I've always liked cuz Kingpin's been in uh, a lot of the like the X-Men video games and stuff. Like yeah. he was like the, one of the big bosses, right? At the end like is, Isn't isn't so. Kingpin a, big, a boss in the side scroller? You know? This, uh, the side you know Wasn't what I'm talking
2: was, about? Was he white in those? Yeah.
0: Okay. He is. Okay. I mean, he's white. He's white. I think in even the comics, but yeah, it doesn't you, matter. A, a I mean, big I think white suit, right? I, I thought I thought Michael Clark Duncan was like that. That's why I th- I think maybe that's why I loved it so much is that a the casting was a little unexpected. Yeah. But it was fantastic. I think he was perfect for the role. Perfect. I and I thought it. he was great. I'll. Have
3: to, I'll he's check kicking it out. the
0: shit out of Ben Affleck at the end of it. I'll have to check it out because again, that's one that I haven't.
2: You haven't um, seen it at all. Right. I haven't seen it all the way through. I think I think people beef on it because.
0: Um, people
2: beef on a lot of Ben Affleck in general. In general, and and, I, and was and the I, bomb. <laughs>
0: and, and I thought is fine, I, dude. Dude, Ben Affleck's best role is as the manager of <laughs> uh, Casually male from Mall, Mallrats. Mallrats, that's right. Yeah, Mallrats. dude, yeah. he's fucking funny in that. He movie He plays the best douchebag. The best douchebag. He's but, really well, funny. Well, that's
2: that's also as we know. That's like that's one of your kids if your earlier roles Are what people remember you as is a douchebag. Yeah. Perfect example is uh, what is it? Joaquin Phoenix is that his name? He played uh, one, of, one of the best one of the one of his first huge roles. It probably wasn't his first. but oh, it was I gladiator. got Gladiator face. Right, it was Gladiator. He, he was good in Gladiator, I and, thought. but he played he was great. But he played the douchiest of douchebags, and it it took me a few movies, a few roles outside of that to to let that go. If that makes sense, like if, if you play really? such a, you're still mad at him. I, no, I'm not mad because he thumbs if, down Russell Crowe. I'm not mad at him. It's just if you play such a douchebag, my brain will link you to douchebaggery. It's, it's for really so funny.
0: Long. It's really funny for TV shows. I've heard this about actors who play like um, like the kid who played Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard people him talk like about him now. I've yeah, you're, heard you're, him talk yeah. about like walking down the street and people. People like shouting at him, and, or, yeah. or
2: it's, yeah, it's like um, the Star Wars crew. Like we're, like we're out of
0: time, man. I gotta go. I gotta you pick up my, more art. I gotta pick up. Art. Oh, I was just this. Jacqueen Phoenix is in a movie called, uh, I think, it, uh, "I Wish You Were Here," something like that, where he plays. He's basically this really pathetic, fucking, depressed, ex-military guy who falls into being a hitman. And then he gets a task of basically collecting this this underage girl from this uh, fucking... Oh, and he won't do it? No, he does it. Oh. And, he, and his, his, choi- his weapon of choice is like a fucking hammer.
3: Oh, Jesus.
0: And so, yeah, he's a hitman that kills people with a hammer, dude. It's fucking... it's ruthless. It's like, it's dark and it's like very... Film- like, there's very little dialogue and it's very depressing. But it's like, like you walk out of there... Like what the
3: fuck just <laughs> happened?
0: Like it's one of those movies where you're almost when other people haven't seen it, you're like, can you please see this movie just so we can talk yeah, about, so can it? Talk about like, it? I need somebody else. I need, else. To vent about I need this. somebody else understand. to talk about this movie with because I don't know what the fuck to think about it. Yeah. I need, to talk. I need so, to talk through this movie. It was so like so many things yeah. that I wish go see it, email me, Jason at Books and Brews, <laughs> so we can talk about this movie. Otherwise, I gotta go. All right. I like to thank myself. I'm Jason the Funky Boss. Thanks, Woo. Jason.
2: Hello, oh, so am Pickles. I like to thank, thank Brian. myself. Bye, guys. See ya. More compass. More compass again. Yay!
0: I like to thank Kyle, the Bunk Smasher
4: Crusher crusher crusher, all the above thank
0: you What <laughs> did right. we? i thought there's another uh annihilator what is it i thought there's another don't know. Word. i'm Last gonna go time.
4: i'm gonna pick up the quote master here next though i've been updating the whiteboard every the day code. oh the quote master yeah, yeah. he comes up with
2: good yeah i got good oh, quotes yeah. all right he comes up with the quote of the day yeah. and they're fantastic i can't wait for that
0: yeah highly really recommend it oh well, we're out of here sh- also shout outs he's been oh, shouting oh, out on God. home base I, I can't get out of here without shouting out let's Ooh. see what we got shout out canada still looking shout out the u.s all right. Obviously, yep. Paraguay still hanging in there. Thanks, Paraguay. Oh, South Africa still got a listener. Oh, oh Slovakia is here. Thanks, Slovakia. Germany in the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to driving on the autobahn. The <laughs> autobahn. Uh, Sweden still got a strong contingent from Sweden. Hanging in there, Sweden. China, though. shout out China. India is back in the house. Oh, thanks for oh, coming back. Nepal, shout out Nepal. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Japan and Australia. Thanks, thanks, fans. Thanks for all listening.
2: Tell two, tell two friends. Tell two friends. Next time we'll have more friends.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> say what? Hoody who? Whoa, whoa. Little booze. Little booze. Little what? Little
3: booze. Say what? Little booze. Aw, dude, did I say, Did you not record
2: any of it? Dude, I didn't record
0: any of it. <laughs>
2: I watched that it's Oh,
3: always I'm
0: done. on the wrong I'm
3: on the wrong one, sorry.